0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Travel Agent Podcast. Today I'm so excited, and I know I say I'm so excited every time, but I'm really super duper excited today. So I'm going to let my guests introduce themselves because you should already know who they are.
1: Um, hi, Lynn. It's Steph. I'm so excited too. Um, this is Steph Lee, the founder of Host Agency Reviews, and Lynn's friend, um, and. Uh, Yeah. I do host agency reviews. I also have a podcast, Travel Agent Chatter, which we just had Lynn on like maybe a month ago, which is really exciting if you're interested.
2: And with me is... I'm Mary Stein. I am the editor for host agency reviews and I've been working with Steph for about the last five years, give or take. Uh, Don't fact check me on that. And um, primarily, I'm also a a relatively tired mom of a toddler. So (laughs) that's that's my professional life and personal life in a nutshell right there.
0: Yeah, toddlers. I don't know if I could do that again. So bless you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Mary and I are actually, I don't know if you
1: know this, Lynn, we're college roommates.
0: That's, that makes so much more sense now. (laughs) I can see it.
2: Yep, yep. I'm the introvert, and Steph is the extrovert. <laughs> <Semi-intro-> semi-extrovert. intro, <laughs> semi
0: I saw, I could see how you interacted with each other, and I knew that there, this was a long relationship, so mm-hmm. that makes sense. <laughs> Very
2: close relationship.
0: <laughs> so where'd you go to college?
1: We went, like, north up, so we're in Minneapolis. So north of Minneapolis, maybe, like, an I don't know, is it an hour and a half or something? Yeah. Um, called college of st benedict it was uh, nice yeah it was it was decent
0: so since you are the founder of host agency review tell our listeners a little bit about it even though they should already know you should already know people
1: Yes. So if you haven't visited the site, please come by and visit us. Host agency reviews is kind of like um, the Yelp for travel advisors looking for a host agency franchise or consortia. So we have the directory listings with tons of information on all the different host agencies, user-generated reviews. You can ask questions on the profiles. So that's kind of one portion of the site. And then another portion is the blog where we write about... um, kind of, diff, we create different free resources for advisors. Um, and we also just kind of educate and demystify the travel industry. And the, the reason it all came about was I, um, so I grew up in the travel industry. And my parents had, um, I grew up alongside like a home-based travel agency. And I worked for my parents um, in my 20s. And really became fond of like the host agency which was just starting at that time and i so i i built and grew their host agency division but what happens when you know you get all these people calling in this is when the the internet was around but not fully utilized and i was just getting the exact same questions over and over again like what's a host agency and oh what's a clear number and what how do commissions work and like answering the same questions for five years. And then I was like, I'm just going to branch off on my own and do what no one else has done because I don't know why no one has done this. Uh, we're complaining about not having any new people in the industry joining at the time. But if you Googled anything, nothing showed up. Um, so then I, I just really worked on the blog portion and answering the questions that I got repeatedly from people trying to join the industry and and made it kind of the goal of the site is to um, make it as easy as possible for people to start their travel agencies with the idea that our advertisers will subsidize all the support that we provide everybody. And it, it worked out well until coronavirus came around.
0: <laughs> Darn corona. It'd be ruining everything.
1: It, it really did actually look <laughs> all of us in travel know it it ruined everything
0: well i appreciate you for coming up with it because it was one of the first resources um because i had thought about coming into the industry several times but i just didn't think it was real i didn't think that travel agents actually existed and there really wasn't a whole lot on the internet um and when i reached out i guess two years ago that was the first thing that popped up and it was so helpful. So every person from now on that says anything to me, I'm like, go to the website first. <laughs> go there, <laughs> look up, see which one fits you, call the hosts themselves and then have a conversation because it's a big deal. Like
1: it is. And and the thing to know, too, is when people decide to align with a host agency, it's not abnormal for your first year or two to switch hosts. Because as you're learning the industry and becoming more familiar, you might say, oh, like my idea that I was going to do macaroni and cheese tours around the United States isn't actually feasible and I need a different host agency. Um, So just know that it's not abnormal. It's not a failure if you switch host agencies in the first couple of years. Totally normal.
0: So I'm going to ask you, since um, typically newer people to the industry are, Um, perusing your site. What have you noticed about um, people wanting to come into this industry? Has it dropped significantly? Is it non-existent? How's that working now?
1: Yes. So we have our seven-day setup program, which is what kind of what we use as a metric for the number of people that are joining the industry. And Lynn, did you do the seven-day setup? I can't remember. I did. Okay. I did. Yeah. It's like a seven days of emails that walk you through the business side of getting your agency set up um, and kind of the technical details. But we did see a huge drop. Um, We were getting, I think like 475 signups a month in January. And it's dropped to about 175 and has stayed steady um, like that since maybe like April. Um, I haven't seen it start ticking up yet. I know it will, um, and, it, it, and it slowly will. But I think people are just, they're, they're trying to find their footing in this unsure world. Um, and, and when travel hopefully opens up, that will um, have more people come into the site looking at the possibility. Because in, in 2008, when I was at my parents' agency during the Great Recession, we had a boatload of people. I was signing up like 35 people a month um, just at this one agency, uh, because so many people that were unemployed, it gave them the push they needed to start their own company. So that I, I thought would happen right away with the coronavirus. But being my first pandemic, I was <laughs> unfamiliar with that. Pandemics last a while, and it's not quite as easy as I thought. So, um, yeah, I, I it's definitely going to pick up, and I'm hoping we'll also get like a second bump from people that are unemployed that decide to make the leap. So Mary, do you have anything to add to that?
2: No, Steph, I was just, you know, thinking along those same lines of um, people likely looking for creative ways to earn income when the industry gets back. And I also just have been kind of surprised in engaging with our seven-day setup groups um, about how enthusiastic people are still in setting up their businesses. And um, I haven't gotten a lot of questions about, well, why now, you know? And um, we certainly anticipated getting that question and we have an article on the site about why this, you know, can be a great time to start an agency because it takes time to get it developed and to develop a client base and to really hit the ground runnings and plus you'll you know anyone starting right now is going to be more familiar with the new industry you know so it's, it's like <laughs> um so there's some like kind of strange advantages to planting your roots at this time um but yeah so I've just been kind of uh um su- surprised and delighted by Um, people's continued enthusiasm. Yeah.
1: It's kind of crazy when you think that it's still like 40 people a week and that's just that are taking the seven day setup. But I mean, considering travel's at a complete standstill and the economy is on very shaky grounds, I'm like, this is like still great. I'm really excited.
0: Well, I think because I preach it in my Facebook group is that this is a great time to get started because you can get all of that stuff under your belt. Usually what happens is you start it and you're so overwhelmed because you, you have clients who have been waiting and hearing that you're starting it and you're trying to book clients while you still don't even know how to use the system and you haven't really had enough training. So now you can really get all the education that you need and truly be an expert on the other side of this because everybody is, they're, they're going to want to travel. Like things are definitely going to pick up. But we're in a global pandemic, so, you know, we're just going to have to be a little patient with the traveling, but it's a great, great time to get the education under your belt.
2: And I think travelers are also going to better recognize the value of a travel advisor.
0: For sure. So that's something I'm looking forward to because I am constantly saying, like, we need to articulate our value better. Like, nobody really understands why they need a travel agent or travel advisor, like, let's put our value out there. And I think now um, we don't, we really aren't having to say much. It's, it's obvious.
1: Yeah, I agree. I, my neighbor next door was, I was talking to her in the backyard sometime in March or something. And she was supposed to go to Wyoming or can't remember where, but she was saying that every night when she came home from work, like after, you know, a full day in the office, she would spend from five to like, nine o'clock every night trying to reach whatever online travel agency she booked it through just to cancel her tickets. And she had to do it for two weeks.
0: Yeah. That's crazy.
1: I I didn't want to make her feel bad and be like, well, that's why you should use a travel agent. But I did say, you know, one thing that's nice about using a travel agent is, you know, they are the ones that are on hold, not you. Um, Their life is miserable, not yours. (laughs) So just think about that next time. (laughs)
0: And that's going to be a next time. Like, I think so many people are sick of traveling to their kitchen and bathroom and living rooms that people who didn't really travel before are definitely looking more into traveling abroad and traveling throughout the U.S.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so many people planning to travel across the U.S. Road trip season.
0: Yeah. So, Mary, tell me a little bit about what you do at the home host agency review? I was about to say home, sorry.
2: The home agency. (laughs) Um, Well, I primarily uh, create the resources for the site and so updating the resources that we have and writing articles and connecting with agents and um, anything that has content, you know, usually I have my hands in that and um, I do some work on the support side too when people write in. I used to do some stuff with social media and the no longer do I do that anymore and, and which is a good situation for everybody i think um but and it's you know I think one of the things that I really love about engaging with travel agents is that it's it's just like such a um kind of just like the entrepreneurial sort of adventurous spirit it, and it's just so fun to um be among that community and you know chat with agents and sometimes I just feel like I kind of feed off their inspiration and their energy so um, it's always really fun for me.
0: I think that's why I picked the first through third year like newbies and to like the third year of the business because everybody's still optimistic and happy and exciting because from just a lot of people that I've interviewed at that third year that's like the make it break it like either I'm done with this or like I have a successful business and that's kind of when the optimism kind (laughs) of tanks. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause we, we see that too. Cause one of the things we do are we do um, two really big surveys every year. One is on the income of independent contractors um, that what they're bringing in. And the other is on like the fees advisors are charging. Um, And we see that over and over again in the trends in the salary is that like year three is where, things take off or they don't so yeah,
0: one or the other at that
1: point and then it keeps you <laughs> there's know. really no
0: in between yeah. it's like it yep. either goes up or you're out
1: <laughs> yep exactly
0: so tell me a little bit about um some of the projects that you guys have going on and by projects I mean like guests and blogs and all the other wonderful things that you're doing just give me a rundown so
1: right now we're working on a webinar series um, called Listen, Learn, and Act.
2: First one is on Monday the 29th.
1: And we're, we're working with Regina Hill, which is a friend of yours, Lynn. And she um, she's moderating the panel, just kind of talking. The first um, one is listening and just hearing stories from um, black African-American advisors and their experience within the industry.
2: This, the second webinar is going to focus more on how travel professionals can uh, leverage resources to be uh, better allies and peers to Black and African-American travel professionals, but and then also um, clients. And then um, the last webinar, we're going to be focusing on like what kinds of Um, initiatives, uh, different businesses are enacting in their own companies um, to kind of offer just ideas for other travel professionals to create an environment of um, anti-racism within their own business. So
1: So that's kind of one of the big ones we've been working on um, recently.
0: I'm so excited about your webinar. Um, All of the information for the webinar will be in their blog post. So stay tuned for the rest of that information and click the link because I think it's something that's necessary and something that hasn't, at least since I've been in the industry, something that hasn't really come up or has been any particular resources. So I am super excited. You're just so innovative. (laughs) (laughs) That was so sweet. (laughs) You do all the things that need to be done that, that just, nobody else is doing.
1: It feels like, you know, when we're in the pandemic that I just sit and stare at a wall all the time. <laughs> so I'm glad I appear innovative when really I'm just watching paint dry.
0: <laughs> hey, the paint that you're watching is giving you all kinds of good ideas. So keep watching the paint.
2: Oh, well, stay tuned for the webinar.
0: <laughs> for sure.
2: Yeah. So that's,
1: we, we've got like our, income survey is going to be coming out in the next couple of months. So we usually start prepping for that. And then like, I think the other big project on our plate right now is, um, we, we put out a, a statement kind of where HAR stands in terms of, um, anti-racism and supporting the black and African American community. And one of the things we were deciding what we could do as a company, you know, we're pretty small. Um, and it's just such a hard time in travel, you know, no one has any money. And I was like, oh, this really sucks. But um, one thing we're going to be working on is putting together a scholarship fund for new African-American Black travel advisors. Um, and the, we haven't nailed down details yet, but I'll kind of give you the the what I'm hoping to have happen is that because there's not a lot of money in travel right now, um, what we're hoping we can do is work with different host agencies across the board um, and they can comp or um, like the startup fee or maybe the first six months would be the most ideal um, to get people some time to get their feet, feet wet. Um, so them kind of comping that and then working with other people within the industry to see if we can get um, some other value add-ons. So for instance, like HAR could chip in $200 for marketing funds And then we could work with suppliers that would say, okay, we'll match your co-op dollars So they'll really have like $400 at carnival cruise lines to spend on marketing or, or whatever it is So that's kind of the the grand idea is to work together with other partners in the industry to make it a, a more comprehensive scholarship than just saying Here's $500 for you.
2: Yeah, it's been pretty inspiring. It's already generating interest among some industry friends and partners. And, you know, this initiative is something that, you know, I've been really excited about. And I'm just really happy to work for someone who's willing to integrate that work into their business. And so
0: if you can't tell, we all just really love each other.
1: I know we were just sitting chatting and chatting before we even started recording talking about alien ships I mean we were really out there it's a real shame we weren't recording
0: I know I thought about that
2: <laughs> too bad there's no bloopers where you yeah there's like, no outtakes sorry <laughs> <laughs> maybe next time
0: and this <laughs> is the beautiful part like one of the wonderful things that have come about being in the travel industry is making friends like There's no way that I would have met either of you or a lot of the people that I've met so far if it wasn't for the podcast and to be, you know, being a travel agent and just being immersed in this. It is, it's like a culture of people who are just so nice and so amazing to be around. So again, I just want to thank you guys for coming on the show because I love you (laughs) and I love what you're doing. (laughs) And I just want people to know, like, there is a resource. It is a fantastic resource. It's one of the first resources that you should look at when deciding to come to this industry. I was on your website for, like, two weeks just consuming (laughs) everything.
1: Well, there's a lot. I mean, we forget what's on the website because there's so much. When I first started, you know, I knew everything. But now it's been eight years and so
2: many articles. And I'm like... We should write one on this, Mary. And then... that That's the power I hold over Stephanie right now. I'd be like, I know an article. <laughs> and
0: I'll be
1: like, oh, yeah, already have an article on that? Great, good job.
2: <laughs> and usually Stephanie wrote it and, you know, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah.
0: So what are some topics that um, our listeners could find since you have so many?
1: Mary did some um, really great ones. Do you want to talk about, like, the cruise and hotel inspection one? Because that has a really neat resource for advisors
2: oh yeah um yeah we have i I recently updated a resource that includes all the forms that we have on our site and and so uh we have downloadable like site inspection forms cruise inspection forms that are really thorough and it's you know written from the perspective of or under the advisement of travel advisors and and so it, it feels to me like it's really relevant and tailored to the travel advisor experience. Um, so we have a lot of like concrete resources like that that um, are really helpful to those who are just starting out with their agency, um, you know, and want like an itinerary building template or, you know, the site inspection forms or um, examples of disclaimers and waivers and, you know, all that stuff. And honestly, it's like if you can't find something that you're looking for, just email me. Um, if if we have it, I'll point you toward it, and if we don't, I'll make one.
0: You talked a little bit earlier about the podcast that you released about a month ago. What did you learn from speaking to all of us podcasters? Um, well,
1: yeah, I learned so much. It was so fun because we we had on four podcast hosts, Lynn included, and then myself, um, who's a uh, the least experienced of all the podcast hosts because we you only- are
0: absolutely not. <laughs>
1: No, I really am. We only do four a year. So I'm definitely the least experienced of the panel. But um, we we chatted about like how agents should, um, like one of the things they could be doing during the pandemic is kind of starting their own podcast so that in the future, um, when travel picks up, they they have these episodes that are garnering or like helping them bring in leads. So um, we we broke it down into two segments or two episodes. and they the first one is like the basics of how to like get your podcast started, like what kind of microphone you need. Then the second part, we talked more about um, like how to market your podcast so different ways. And some of the things that I learned and and tried implementing after I talked to them was, changing the title of the podcast which is so simple uh because prior to that i would do like volume 11 um lynn blanco and then the name of the travel agency and that's not super exciting and when someone's scrolling through even though it's very helpful to know who it is but so then i started like doing like um this agent sold a 247 person cruise in um like one month meet lynn um and to try to get people more enticed to click on and actually listen to the episode. Um, I was inspired to change my cover image, like the art that shows up. I, I, I redesigned our um, our logo for the podcast, which is super snazzy now. Um, so that, it was really fun just to chat with other podcasters because I'd never done it. And I didn't like, Lynn's in a really like tight podcast community and involved in that. And I've never been involved with, chatting with other podcasters in depth so it was it was really fun to hear the different ways people approach it and I, I think it it's also very inspiring because starting a podcast can feel intimidating but when you listen to us you will be like they had no idea what they were doing all of them except for Doug um all of them had no idea what they're doing just like push it out they were like is anyone listening um <laughs> So I, it's very inspiring for people that think there's going to be this huge roadblock because it's actually really easy to start a podcast. And if you listen to episode one of ours, Travel Agent Chatter, I mean, the sound quality, I don't know a lot about sound quality, but it is really bad. Like there's telephones ringing from Andre's um, like office in the background. And my, I'm using like the mic on my computer and it's, got all sorts of noise um but just knowing like you push things out there and you can still have like people are still going to listen which is kind of amazing so
0: I love your podcast I like I know I keep saying I love everything but I really like enjoy listening because it is it like I I had no idea what I was doing either
1: mm-hmm. I know
0: <laughs> but was- the information it doesn't matter how bad the sound quality is and how like awful the person might feel about their episodes if you're ge- if you're bringing value and you're helping people that's all that really matters
1: yeah and I mean it is crazy like I was like because the reason we started the podcast was um like, well, I think we maybe started like three years ago or something or four years ago. But I had gotten sick um, with what we now, I was finally diagnosed last year with vasculitis. Um, But it like really, that's like the inflammation of your blood vessels. So sometimes like my organs and skin don't get enough blood to them. And so my brain too has been like affected. And so I can't think when the vasculitis is really bad. I'm just not getting enough oxygen. And I was like, I can't when I was trying to write articles, like I used to, I was skipping words all the time and like sentences were, I don't even know how to describe what I was doing. It wasn't English. Um, But I was like, maybe if I did like an interview format, that would be a lot easier where I don't have to think and don't have to really hold the, um, I can just ask questions. So that's why we started the podcast and I was like, I don't really think anyone's going to listen to this. And it, I, like, put it out there, and it was, like, the craziest thing. I was, like, a week later, I was, like, 200 people. How did they even find this? Like, how does this work, this podcast ecosystem? Where are they going? Like, and I still don't know where people are coming from. (laughs) I I mean, we have a podcast, but that does not make me an expert in podcasts at all. I have no idea what's going on.
0: (laughs) Well, you're doing an excellent job. So I'm waiting for Mary. When is your podcast coming out?
2: That will never happen. <laughs> I I am such a behind the scenes person. Um, this is it. This is my my podcast moment right here. <laughs> well,
0: I'm glad that you decided to do this podcast and that you're podcasting and that you have this amazing website and like all of these free resources. I just want to put that back out there. This yeah. is free. You can go in there, and there's so much information. You could probably just live in that website for days, maybe yeah. even weeks.
1: Yeah, definitely weeks. You could even ride through the pandemic in there,
0: right? <laughs> yeah. So, if you've been looking for this is it. So, if you've been looking for something to do, um, because we know that you know traveling is probably not something that's on your agenda for a while and things are still opening up but it's still kind of crazy go to hostagencyreview.com and learn something
1: yeah peruse around there and it's it's super fun like we we always love to do everything free like we don't charge we have like a um for people that are starting out like a 15 page travel agency business plan that we put together and it's actually it, you know it's not one of the generic business plans that are like, oh, money, a header, and then like a really generic paragraph. It's, it's really in-depth and goes over things and links to different resources and really helps people think through their, their um, business. But we try to do like everything we offer is for free. And it's always been kind of the goal of the site to help the small agencies. That's where our heart is. We love helping small entrepreneurs. And then we count on the big buck people to pay us for advertising (laughs) to to kind of subsidize everything for us because we like being a small entrepreneur myself I know that you know you only have so many funds and um I like I just love helping entrepreneurs get started um because it's it's so empowering to have your own company there's downsides of course too but um you know, it's just so nice to have the flexibility and to craft your business around what your beliefs are and what, you know, your goal in life is and what you're passionate about. It's just so freeing compared to working, you know, in a cubicle.
2: And I just want to encourage people to reach out to us. Um, you know, we have a support email and it might look like a kind of generic email, but there's only three or four of us. And, and you know, so we're actual humans behind our emails and our you know our har facebook site and um if you ever want to reach out or connect with us just give us a holler
1: yeah we're we're a group of power ladies um the four of us and it's a very friendly email it's hello at hostagencyreviews.com so we're very welcoming just right when you're writing us we're like hi
0: Well, I just am so excited to push this podcast out. These are the voices behind host agency review. Um, I have, and I just like, I think the excitement level of having you guys on is because you were one of the very first people I wanted to have on my show. Like when I first, first started, I was like, I have to find this Steph Lee lady. I got (laughs) to find her. Where is she? And, um,
1: Next to the tomato
2: planters
0: on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> and That's so, where you need to look. <laughs> so to come full circle, like, a year later, um, to have you on the show is just really exciting for me, and, like, it's it's also a testimony to, if you want to do something and you really put your mind to it and put in the work, everything that you, because I, I had your name down, like, I wrote like I had a list of all the guests that I wanted and I'd say 90% of the people that I put on that paper a year ago, I have been able to interview. So, you know, (laughs) manifestation and writing things down and being diligent and doing the work, things work out even in global pandemics. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so, so much.
1: It's our pleasure. It, it's like, it's been so fun. Like now two podcasts in a row with each other. Just so much fun.
0: <laughs> well, that, thank you again. And uh, like I said, their webinar information will be in the blog post and all of their links will also be there. So if you have any questions or you need any resources, it'll be in one spot and you can reach them.
1: Perfect. Thanks, Thanks so much, so much
2: Lynn. Lynn. Thanks. really appreciate being here with you too.
0: Thank you for joining the Travel Agent Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Visit the travelagentpodcast.com for more information about today's episode and other travel agent resources. Be sure to tune in every Thursday for new episodes. Until next time, continue to build a travel business you love.